0: Cut away for four! What an innings! What a player! Take a bow, Ben Stokes. Australia come back. Here it is for Johnny. Has he done it? He sure has. and Isaac. Hello and welcome back to what's the score with Aaron and Isaac. Uh, we've got a great show for you this week, all of the usual stuff and some great sporting news but Aaron, uh, how, how's your week been sportwise?
1: Uh, sport-wise, my week's been good. Uh, England cricket haven't played, which means they haven't lost anything, so that's good. Uh, football-wise, Manchester United are at fourth in the Premier League table, the best place they can be, so that's good. Uh, really, nothing bad has happened in the world of sport. In fact, we've got quite a heartwarming story coming up at the end of the news So everything's been going good in the world of sport. We can just move on and you don't even need to listen. And I've just hit my mic, but you don't even need to listen to this episode because so it's just good news.
0: Okay, well, start us off then.
1: Well, this, okay, this doesn't help my comment of good news, but Mercedes and Red Bull were in harmony at the Crunch Meet F1 meeting surrounding last season's Abu Dhabi GP decider, Um, according to FIA President Mohammed bin Salyoum. Mercedes-Benz lost Toto Wolf and Red Bull's Christian Horner were both at the F1 Commission meeting in London on Monday, where detailed discussions took place around the title fight. And I have a quote direct from the FIA President on this. He said, they were in line. I think it's because of Valentine's Day. They were close to each other and they were in a good mood, so that was good. I expected more entertainment, but it was good to see the harmony between them. So, uh, (laughs) glowing reviews for their relationship from the FIA president. However, Michael Massey, uh, we've just got this through today. Michael Matthew has been replaced as the F1 race director following that review into the Abu Dhabi GP uh Massey has been under intense pressure due to his handling of the 2021 finale uh the safety car decisions we know all that um there's going to be help with the refereeing and uh, permanent special advisor to the race director and two race directors so who's how's that going to work and also uh review into the rules basically Mr. Salliwem is crunching down and is going to make F1 a sport for all, and apparently we're all meant to love him, even though he's probably a terrible person. Anyway, Isaac, what you got?
0: Yeah, no interesting stuff. Basically a reshuffle in the FAI, FIA. You know?
1: Yeah, it's, it's like what Boris Johnson does every time they're at a party.
0: Yeah, uh, apart from he doesn't resign himself, but yeah. Yeah, True. Okay, well, we've got more news on Novak Djokovic, and this time it's a bit odd. Novak Djokovic says he was not against vaccination, but he would not attend his Wimbledon or French Open titles if he was forced to take the jab against COVID-19. Djokovic, who is unvaccinated, was deported from Australia ahead of the first Grand Slam of the year after 11 days following two visa cancellations, two court challenges and five nights at an immigration detention hotel. I was never against vaccination," he told the BBC. "But I've always supported the freedom to choose what you put in your body," and that quote just makes you laugh um, because Hello, clearly well, against yeah. it.
1: Um, Novak is just a bit of an idiot. Um, he so basically he has retired from tennis. Is what that's yeah,
0: pretty much. Saying. He's not going to play again if that's the case. Really, realistically, um, yeah. It's just, oh, mate. I, he says. He says. But I've always supported the freedom to choose what you put in your body. That's not really a reason. (laughs) Because...
1: Yeah, I always support that freedom whenever I eat a lasagna. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop playing sport, does it?
0: I choose not to put mushrooms in my mouth because they're vile. Exactly! Exactly!
1: See? (laughs) Novak, if you're listening, you're an idiot. We still think you're an idiot. And go and play Wimbledon because you are an idiot. Right, moving on. Serena Weidman said this month Ar- arnold clark clark cup will provide england with a crucial acid test against Ahead of the home European championships in the summer, England return to action for the first time in nearly three months when they take on Olympic champions Canada at the Riverside on Thursday. Before four games against Spain and on Sunday and Germany next week. All three of England's opponents are ranked in the world's top ten, which is in stark contrast to the sides Weidman has faced in her six games since starting the job as head coach last September. And I am proud to see the Lionesses back, the only English team that can actually go out there and win
0: yeah i mean you're not wrong at the moment anyway uh, well uh, england rugby i suppose we beat uh, italy the other week which uh, was okay, okay but we lost right. to Scotland, we
1: so. we beat italy i yes. mean yeah. i
0: could go beat italy you, if we beat wales who difficult. realistically are the second worst team at the moment then we are yeah. more within a shout but even it still it's wales um, yeah. anyway moving on uh russian skater camilla valieva qualified in first place for Thursday's Free Skate, which was today, uh, the final element, um, after being cleared to skate despite the positive drug test. Uh, She's only 15. She tested positive for banned heart medication on Christmas Day. However, she found out on Monday that she would be able to compete. Um, The SCAS cited Exceptional circumstances for its decision. They included Valieva's status as a protected person under the World Anti-Doping Code, serious issues in the process of notifying Valieva of her result, and the fact a suspension could cause her irreparable harm. Um, But today it happened, and the 15-year-old who failed the drugs test looked distraught after falling in her free skate, and her score was only enough to take her to fourth place in the end. Um, so either
1: so, should we have an argument over this?
0: Personally, I think <laughs> it was fine. She's 15 years old, right? I think she well obviously she took drugs, but I from what I've read and from what I understand, I think I thought it was that her someone in her care, sorry, someone caring for her uh, sort of put them in her food or drink or something that made her take them in some way. And I don't think she had a part in that and she which I guess is why she was allowed to right. um, compete, but it's just obviously all of this has made her lose her confidence. That's why she hasn't. She slipped in the qualifying right. as well, but yeah.
1: OK, so I am going to possibly destroy a 15 year old girl here. Right. So let's go. Um, right. So my issue isn't with the case, it's with the precedent itself. Because if I was an Olympic coach looking at this, I would say, right. So if I've got um, um, someone under the age of 15, I can say I can give them all the drugs I want. Give them all the drugs. They're going to win something. I'm going to be the best coach in the world. They're going to win. I'm going to be the best coach. I'm going to face no consequences. They're going to face no consequences. They're going to win. I'm quizzed in. I'm the winner. Yeah,
0: but there's obviously consequences for it. It's just that she... No, there isn't.
1: She can skate. She no. can do whatever she wants. This was
0: on Christmas Day. It's mid-February. I think surely there can't be at least much left in her. So, and it was one, and she didn't know it was happening. So it's not her fault. Obviously, maybe it was the coaches or whatever. But yeah, I'd, obviously, obviously it can't happen. Obviously that can't happen. The coaches can't go They We'll look into that, obviously. But yeah, it, surely there can't be much left in her, if any. So yeah, I don't know.
1: No, but it's it's the it's the principle. It's the, purely the principle of it. In that, why should? Someone be denied So why should the person in fifth place be denied that be denied fourth when they might be might think that the person in fourth has cheated.
0: But they it's haven't.
1: In, you don't know that. No one knows that.
0: Yeah, but that's why they let her compete. Otherwise they wouldn't have let her compete. So there must be a good reason for letting her compete, and therefore she isn't cheating, therefore she deserves her place.
1: Okay, so uh, If you would like to weigh in on our little argument there, you can do so. Just contact us, uh, anchor, voice message, email. It's probably somewhere. Um, Cool, do that. Twindon Town are on the search for a six-year-old fan who wrote to the club saying his mum has no money for food and he still donated 26p to his favourite player. The club put out a request on Twitter to track down the writer of the letter who referred to himself only as Joe and gave his age a six and a half. Uh, but left no return address in his letter he wrote mummy doesn't have any food to come to Swin- any money to come to swindon games because she has no money for food and has to pay for my dinner at school now this is heartbreaking i think we can assure but just given page have been set up that has raised a thousand pounds oh wow um and swindon i think want to help this family out and yeah, I just thought it was quite a nice, heartwarming thing
0: to bung in the news. Absolutely, but it's only good if they actually find the kid. It's like that. Um, it's like that. What happened in the, the Euros? That uh, picture on the TV of the German, <laughs> little German girl crying, and some guy raised twenty-five grand for her, but no one knew who she was. So just twenty-five. Well, then he twenty-five raised.
1: grand.
0: Yeah, exactly. This guy's just made twenty-five Brilliant. grand. Like... Good
1: money
0: maker. <laughs> anyway, there we go. That was the news. Very interesting stuff. There'll certainly be more of that next week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Okay, well now it is time to move on to another segment. Uh, we got all of the usuals coming up: game, cinema, match, say what. But now it's time for Alan's factual frenzy.
1: Yes, the segment where I read you some facts and Isaac decides which one is the best. So we'll go with this. Wade Boggs only ate chicken on the day of a game. He followed a tradition of drawing the Hebrew symbol for life in the dirt before every bat. If he didn't follow this superstition, he believed it was called bad luck and the loss of the game. His career records actually show that every time he did that, ate chicken and drew the Hebrew symbol for life, that, that it actually made them win a game. So interesting superstition. Interesting stuff. Uh, Cheetahs were once raced at Romford Greyhound Stadium. This was done as an attempt to increase the number of attendees during its events. The owner believed that having cheetahs race would be enough excitement to increase the audience's interest.
0: Well, well, well.
1: And many players from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles were lost to the World War II military service. To have enough players for the next season, the two teams combined. This new team makes the name of both animals m- mix the names of the animals of both teams to form the steagles in 1943 and uh, which fact
0: that last one was very good yeah i didn't know that okay so it, the pitts the
1: pitts the pittsburgh steelers and the philadelphia eagles uh have many players lost so to enough, have enough players for the next season two teams combined co- coming together to form the steagles in 1943
0: well, there you go, lovely stuff. It is now time to move on. Foot corner, taking quickly. Oh, go for it.
1: <laughs> okay, so content quickly this week is: Can you be a video assistant referee in in, in rugby? Even
0: can you a TMO in?
1: Yeah. Can, so I've got some situations, and you have to decide what the penalty, what oh, the right, uh, okay. yes, t- yes, what what sanction is required. So in rugby union, if there is a shoulder charge with a high degree of danger, what is the appropriate sanction that the referee should give? So a, a shoulder charge with a high degree of danger.
0: So we're we talking basically sort of high tackle without the arms. That's pretty yeah. much red card.
1: No, it is a yellow card and a penalty according to the World Cup.
0: Okay. Well, it depends where. If it's a shoulder charge to the head, then it's a red. But uh depends where where to. You know.
1: Okay, and yeah, so that's that. It's a yellow card and penalty or a shoulder charge with a high degree of danger. What's up next?
0: Okay, well, uh, now it is time to move on to another segment and it is time for... Say what? Okay, then. This week, say what? Uh, we've got some quotes from the world of rugby. We've got to love these ones. Ooh. Here you go. Good. Remember that rugby is a team game. All 14 of you, make sure you pass the ball to Jonah Lomu. (laughs) There you go. Forwards are the gnarled and scarred creatures who have a propensity for running into and bleeding all over each other. (laughs) I mean, it's not wrong. That's good. (laughs) I never comment on referees, and I'm not going to break the habit of a lifetime for that idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely stuff. I like this one.
1: Uh, these are good, actually. These are decent.
0: This one is basically me, unfortunately. Rugby backs can be identified because they generally have clean jerseys and identifiable partings in their hair. Come the revolution, the backs will be first to lined up, be lined up against the wall and shot for living parasitically off the work of others.
1: <laughs> that's,
0: that's a good one. It's, I mean, it's to be honest, it's true. <laughs> uh, rugby is a game for the mentally deficient. That is why it was invented by the British. (laughs) I
1: agree with that one. I do agree with that one.
0: Who else but Englishmen can invent an oval ball? (laughs) There you go. And finally, the tactical difference between association football and rugby with its variety seems to be that in the former, the ball is the missile and in the latter, men are the missiles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, both of those last two were the best ones you've ever done, I think, on that segment. Well
0: done. There you go. Uh, Aaron, what is it time for next? It's another campaign quickly! Oh, go on then. Okay, in
1: Rugby Union, if there is not head or neck contact by the tackler's arm in a high tackle, what is the appropriate sanction the referee should give? So if there is not head or neck contact by the tackler's arm in a high tackle, what is the sanction? Uh,
0: Just a penalty, isn't it?
1: Kabang on, well done!
0: there you go that's it yes, <laughs> okay, right, okay. Uh, now so, it is time for quarter taken quickly oh no okay this is an interesting one which footballer has scored the most goals in world cup history
1: oh lord just because i know he did well in the premier league alan shearer
0: no uh, it was the german miroslav closer okay How have you heard well, of him
1: no and it turns <laughs> out he he couldn't really have shot any closer, because he did...
0: Okay, you were trying to be Sorry. funny there, but... It, yeah,
1: I was, yeah. I was, I'm um, afraid. I, I'm Sorry surprised you haven't answer. heard. He was a
0: German legend, Marislav, Closer. Closer. Um, I'm not German. An icon, really. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you should have heard of him. Anyway, Okay. what is coming up next?
1: Coming up next, it is time for me to look in my kit bag of tennis analogies and pull out a scroll from my coach and it just says go get them and when you hear the ref call game set and match do make sure it's loud game set and match
0: all you have to do is guess the sporting moment sounds easy there must be a catch you will get free clues and then you start a guessing this is game set Okay, game set a match. It's the big one. It is the big segment of the week. Okay, this week, the coin toss is going to be the Russian 15-year-old girl versus Aaron.
1: <laughs> Aaron! 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 Aaron!
0: Uh, yeah, it's actually the Russian 15-year-old girl. <laughs>
1: Damn!
0: <laughs> you have been beaten by 15 year old <laughs> Well done. Okay. Uh... I mean, I mean,
1: that's not as bad. That's...
0: Yeah, okay, cool. Right, move on. I am going to go first. I'm going to read you my clues first. Okay. Okay. The okay. first clue. Sydney 2000 Olympic Games.
1: Okay, something happened in the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games.
0: Okay, your second clue. The fifth consecutive gold.
1: Okay, so someone or a team got the fifth consecutive gold at this <laughs> I don't know.
0: And your final clue, rowing legend.
1: Oh, oh, Christ! Oh, is it? Is it? Right, did James Haskell. No, no, that's not. Did you
0: actually just say that?
1: No, I'm not. Do you know what sport James
0: Haskell plays? Rugby. Yes.
1: (laughs) No, oh God. Okay, so this really, really famous Englishman got his fifth consecutive Olympic Games gold. Now I don't know the name. However, I did watch that he appeared in a Top Gear uh, special for Com- for sport release in 2008. I don't um, know his name.
0: Possibly, but I don't think it's the person you're thinking of.
1: Yeah, what's his name?
0: It's Steve Redgrave.
1: That's yeah, it's him.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Steve Redgrave. Damn it! You should have known that. I can't believe you didn't. I should have,
1: but I didn't. I didn't know his name. I knew
0: what it was. Well, you should have known his name. Um, Steve Redgrave, anyway, rowing legend. He uh, joined the ranks of a genuine sporting giant in the Sydney 2000. Um, he won four golds, and then, uh, and then he, he jokingly said, anyone seeing him going near a boat again should shoot him um, because he was winning too much. But he did go in a boat again, and he won another gold. So there you go, Steve Redgrave, rowing legend. Oh!
1: I've had an absolute shocker there. Yes, you have. That that, that is appalling. Right. When you let see me, you can slap me on the wrist really hard and tell me I'm a failure.
0: Right,
1: my one. Uh, Your first clue, Atlanta, 1996.
0: The Olympics?
1: Yeah, well, it is there. First in beach volleyball.
0: First in beach volleyball. Was it the first time beach volleyball was in the Olympics?
1: No, Team GB.
0: Uh... Team GB is it the first time beach volleyball drew first draw in beach volleyball?
1: No, it was Amanda Glover and Audrey Hooper becoming Team GB's first representatives in beach volleyball.
0: Well, there you go. I well, obviously, I didn't know that. There, uh, yeah, good, good stuff. Uh, more of that next week for sure. Okay. Well, now it is time then for corner taking quickly. Your question is: Before Andy Murray, who was the last British tennis player to win a men's singles Grand Slam?
1: I don't know. Um, I've heard. I've, I know I'll have heard of this bloke's name, but I don't know his name, so I don't know. Uh, Mer, no, Michael Frolick poops. I don't
0: know. No, it was Fred Perry.
1: Okay. Well, I saw, okay, I would have said American.
0: Okay, now it's time for guess the score. Let's review last week's guesses.
1: Good, right. Something I can do because it's written on a piece of paper in front of me. Right. Manchester United and Southampton. Isaac said 1-0 to Southampton with a James Ward-Prowse uh, winner or penalty, one of them. Uh, I said 2-0 to Southampton because I have no face in my favourite club. It was 1-1. It was a draw. I'm happy with that and I should not be happy with that, but I am. No,
0: you shouldn't be. It was very bad from Saints. Um, However,
1: I am happy with it because Manchester United is shocking right now. Yes. Okay, Burnley and Liverpool. Isaac said 3-1 to Liverpool. I said 3-1 to Liverpool. It was 1-0 to Liverpool. That wasn't really awesome from good old Liverpool, was it? No,
0: but Fabinho on top form, though. Fabinho, legend.
1: Robbie, uh, no, Bobby, no, no,
0: Fabinho,
1: oh, it doesn't he have a first name. I forget. No,
0: His name is Fabinho.
1: Uh, Manchester United and Brighton. Isaac said two one to Brighton because he has no faith in uh, United. And I said two one to Brighton because I wanted to have a bit of faith in United. However, it was 2-0 United. Get in, lads. We We did a thing finally yeah i know but we are in fourth in the premier league so i'll take it uh internationale milan uh the liverpool in the champions league isaac said 2-2 draw uh if it wasn't legged uh liverpool would win on penalties but it is legged so we'll see how that plays out. It, it was not a draw. I said 1-0 to Internationale Milano, or Milan. Um, and it was 2-0 to- no, Liverpool. Well done. You did a thing.
0: Yes. Uh, we left it late. Bobby Firmino came on uh, at half-time and inspired the team and scored one. And then Salah got the winner. So there you go. Yes. Stuff.
1: Right. Uh, For Aston Villa and Newcastle, which is the other way around, so I'll try and remember that. Isaac said it was a 2-1 to Newcastle. I said it was a 2 all to no one, and it actually turned out to be a 1-0 win to Newcastle.
0: Yes, it did. Well then, this week, shall we start at Anfield for...
1: I think we should, yes.
0: Liverpool Norwich, uh, yeah,
1: come on, come on, the Norwich.
0: We are currently six in six. Norwich uh, losing to City, and drawing with Palace recently. Three uh, nil to Liverpool.
1: Three. Okay, you're going and quit. You're not even having a debate now. I am having a debate between how much and Norwich are going to win. I think they're going to go two one. Norwich two one.
0: Okay, well, you're wrong. Now we go to <laughs> Saint Mary's Stadium for Southampton versus. Everton.
1: Everton, yes. Uh, Um, Now, currently, Everton
0: Everton stink at the moment. They're 16th, uh, Saints 10th. True. So, um, Saints drew with United, obviously, recently. Beat Spurs, uh, so that was really good from them. Everton lost to Newcastle, Villa, Norwich. um, So, it's poor from them. But they did beat Leeds recently. Uh, But I'm going to go 2-0 Saints.
1: Okay, now... I think Everton will say, "Right, we're up against Saints. We're going to go batter them." Then it's going to be a nil-nil draw because, quite frankly, it will be good.
0: Oh, I'm happy okay, with that. then
1: nil-nil. Uh, Elland Road or Ellen, Yeah, Elland, isn't it? Elland,
0: Elland Road, Road, yes. Elland Road yes. for Leeds. Manchester United uh, on Sunday. Uh, in Leeds are actually not doing great, losing to Everton and Newcastle and drawing with Villa recently. Uh, United, um, as much as we say they're bad. They, uh, Their
1: form doesn't say that, does it?
0: Not necessarily. They they've beaten Brighton, drew with Saints. Well, sorry, no, they're bad. They drew with Saints, they drew with Burnley, and lost to Middlesbrough. <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm going uh, to say two-one, Manu.
1: Two-one to Manu, right? I would just like to say, with regards to the Middlesbrough stuff, actually. It wasn't that terrible because it was on penalties and Anthony Alanga can't do penalties. Everyone else could, so I'll take it. uh, Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United in Champions League round of 16.
0: Yeah, I I was baffled when I... I've just literally seen that because I assumed the Champions League was this week, but obviously it is, but it's also next week. And I was like, why are there only eight teams left? But obviously it's not... I've completely... Because I thought Chelsea and Man U had gone out. Oh, that was weird. Me too, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, Atletico Madrid versus Man U. Um, We've spoken about Man U. Madrid, uh, they lost recently um, to Barcelona and to Levante, but they beat Getafe. So um, it's interesting stuff. I'm going to say 1-0. Okay, I'm going to say 3-1 Atletico
1: Madrid. Because they've got no hope in hell, United.
0: Okay. Okay, finally then, let's head back to Anfield for Liverpool-Leeds. So, Leeds, a tough run against Man United and then Liverpool. So, uh, interesting stuff. We've spoken about Liverpool and we've spoken about Leeds. 2-0 uh, Liverpool.
1: Okay, um, because I haven't had really any time to think, because you thrown that on me, I'm going 2-0 to Liverpool. Right, there we are. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't be how we run. But, Isaac, um, do you want to tell us what's been going on in, in the world of uh, Ruggers?
0: Oh, I'm not really interested about that anymore. Well, um, you know. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, London Irish.
0: Bristol on, Bears you, Irish. played London Irish Vers- at Ashton Gate and London Irish won. The end of 49-32. the score. 49-32. <laughs> it's not a <laughs> It's not a Yes, frapping.
1: I know, but it feels like it because you said, you said not a couple of weeks ago... If they beat them, they deserve to win the league. And that oh, I will take to the bank. Thank you very
0: much. I don't remember saying that. Well, you're going to get absolutely demolished this week because you're playing Saracens, so.
1: Rugby fantasy news. Uh Isaac, you were pipped to the post by our friend Tom once again. His absolutely fuming. Better luck. Better luck next time, Isaac. You, you, uh, although, in fairness, you did lose for him by a point. I no, I was winning.
0: Time. I was winning for the whole of Sunday. <laughs> right? And the next morning, I woke up and it had changed again for some reason. I do not understand.
1: Thank you, Guinness Six Nations um, and, and Feeling Sports. Uh, they are, who power the fantasy Six Nations. Anyway, overall came, is what matters. I came in P4. I came in P4.
0: Yeah, but overall, again. you're fifth. You're fifth out of 10. So I don't care. You're rubbish. Um, okay, then. Uh, six Nations, there is a week off this weekend. Rugby news. Um, London Irish play Saracens. Bristol play Worcester. Uh, that's pretty much it then for your sport. Urgh, what have we learned this week?
1: Well, this week we have learned that... There are many things. You can only eat chicken before a game. You can have no faith in your club, but they can deliver. And if you want to give 26p to your favourite player, go for it. Nothing's stopping you. And uh, Joe, make sure you get in touch with Swindon. They want to hear from you. That's all we've learned this week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye from me and...
0: Goodbye from me as well. We'll be back with you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. What's the score with Aaron and Isaac?